0: bailey of the charlotte observer you can find him by the way on twitter at hunter underscore bailey 45 does an excellent job covering the charlotte 49ers nobody does it better than him a part of the charlotte observer hunter thank you so much man appreciate you hopping on how are you
1: I'm doing well, man. Hope you are. Yeah, we're doing well. Thanks
0: for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you hopping on with us. I just want to know the process for you. As soon as you saw this very quiet rumor mill take place to the point where Charlotte had a new head coach going forward, and then you see it's Biff Pogey, what are the next steps for you as you tried to figure out who this guy was? Because I had never heard of him before I saw the reports yesterday circulating on Twitter.
1: Nah, I got a text like couple of minutes before and i read the name and i was thinking okay this is a sandwich like clearly i want no (laughs) tomato on this I, i had no idea who this guy was so immediately started googling i'm gonna find he has no wikipedia page and then obviously bruce feldman dropped the news and from there we went so
0: really interesting guy hedge fund manager making millions of dollars decides that he wants to coach spent a couple of different sp- uh, stints with Michigan but especially the last two years he's credited for doing a lot of awesome work alongside Jim Harbaugh what are some of the more interesting things that you found out about Biff Pogey and maybe some of the reasons why Mike Hill decided to hire him as head coach
1: yeah definitely I think the most interesting thing about him obviously mentioned the multi-millionaire hedge fund, and that's an aspect I'll get into in a second but Kind of how he built up the program, St. Francis Academy in Baltimore. So he spent, I believe it was 19 seasons with his alma mater, which was Gilman High School there in Baltimore as well. And they won 13 state titles in 19 seasons. From there, he moves over to St. Francis, pours in hundreds of thousands of dollars, paying housing and tuition for the players, paying the salaries for his teachers putting all of this money into the program to really build, like, a dominant powerhouse in high school football. And you see, I mean, like, the 2019 team that he was the head coach of, they had 13 Power 5 commits on the roster. They sent kids to Michigan, Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, so many different programs. And all of that was just in a very short amount of time. Like, to come up from that program, like, all of the the work that he put into that, give back to the children the kids there I think that's really what Mike Hill saw and kind of the what he was willing to do for the people he cared about and what he was willing to do for that program I think Mike believes he can bring that to Charlotte and especially with the 49ers making this move to the American I think that'll be really interesting to see like what aspect of that he can bring here to the Queen City.
0: Hunter, West Bryan here, and I was going to actually as a Charlotte kid coming up, I always said that if Charlotte had a program that was D1, they would have been high on my list to go there. And as I look at their recruiting class as it stands, it's currently the 2022 commits was ranked uh, are ranked 113th in the country. Charlotte has so much to offer. Does NIL and things like that hurt a school like Charlotte? Or from what you've heard or seen, is that not an issue with the 49ers and they can afford to get some of those recruits that they want as well as what have you seen as two parts? What have you seen as far as just recruiting the issues there and why they can't get more talent and more depth there in a city like Charlotte?
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to answer your second question first. I think, With the other Power 5 schools and even group of five schools in the state, you're talking North Carolina, NC State, Duke, App State, Coastal Carolina, and obviously Clemson, South Carolina aren't too far away. And you look at programs like that, and it's easy to see why they're getting a lot of these recruits talking about the tradition and the history with the program. Vice Charlotte, who's just been around for 10 years and is just now making a move into, I guess you could call it, a Power 6 conference. When you're looking at that, that's kind of the recruiting disadvantage that I see. But then the, like, further recruiting grounds that are Charlotte, there's a lot of talent right here in the backyard. And I think, as you mentioned, NIL, especially in college football now, plays a huge factor in that. And when you look across the Charlotte 49ers roster right now, there are no NIL deals. We've seen seen guys like Elijah Spencer, guys like James Foster make T-shirts, and obviously they're trying to make money and profit off their name, image, and likeness. And you know, as they should, because a lot of these guys are going to be playing on Sundays. And when you look at it, if Charlotte could get some form of that NIL and really take that next step, I think that would be huge for the program. And then bringing in a guy like this like there's no reported accurate number of his net worth, but I mean, he said in an interview he's he's doing all right and multi million dollars to back that. So if he is able to pour some of that money into the program, whether it's who NIO deals with his players or getting players in the door, whether that be from the recruiting ties from the high school success, the HBO documentary, the cost of winning, he's done an E 60 documentary. Like there's so much buzz around his name. It kind of makes me feel silly for not knowing who he was until literally yesterday. <laughs>
0: I'm still in the same boat with you, though. I mean, I have to raise my hand high and said, who is this guy? But then you realize, oh, wait, he is extremely interesting. You know, Hunter, I did want to ask you about Mike Hill's role and what he was looking for in Biff Pogey. Because I think when they switched gears from Mike Houston to Will Healy after they decided to go with Will instead, Healy took on this huge promotion aspect of the program and it put Charlotte on the map. Now you got to win. I mean, it can't come at the loss of winning, but for a while, Will Healy was making the rounds, doing national interviews. Maybe Biff Pogey doesn't have that happen to him, but how much do you think Mike Hill values the promotion of the program?
1: Oh, I think it's huge. And you and I have talked about that quite a bit. I, and that was really probably the best thing Will Healy did for the university is, I mean, if there was a podcast, didn't matter what time it was, a radio show, a TV appearance, like he was, he was going out and he was doing as much of that as possible. And he really kind of owned that CEO moniker for Charlotte. And I think moving in the direction of Biff Pogie and Mike Hill, like I asked him about it at the press conference after the firing of Will Healy of, okay, now that you've made this move, a lot of coaches tend to go or a lot of athletic directors tend to go in a very different direction. Like, do you think you guys will obviously do something like that or stay on a similar path? And Mike said, no, like we won't go in a super different direction. And I, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. This is a massive change. <laughs> the only similarity between will and Biff is the name or the amount of letters in their names. Like other than that, I mean, you're going 37 year old head coach, a 62-year-old head coach, hedge fund manager. And I think this is going to bring a different kind of promotion. He has the monetary funds to back it up. He has the high profile coming from Michigan. And I think, I mean, even when Will Healy was hired, I had no idea who he was. But I think this hire is just drastically different, and I cannot wait to talk to this man and figure out who he is, and what he can bring to the Queen City.
0: Last one real quickly before we have to move to break, Hunter. What, what, how was Charlotte's decision affected by the move to the AAC with this hire for Pogi?
1: I think they knew that they had to step it up in the recruiting department, and I think this year's results have been a prime example of that. I mean, you're looking at 2-9 and nine going into the last game of the season, and you're about to lose program's leading passer one of the best receivers in program history the sack leader and so many different pieces on that roster so you have to take the step up next year because I think one of the main things that lacked during Healy's tenure was player development and I think you've kind of seen the culmination of that this year and I think Mike Hill knows that if this program is going to succeed in this increased talent level conference that they have to match that talent on the field and I think That was, that's the home run that you're hoping to hit is that this guy can bring a lot of talent to Charlotte and really help them take that next step.
0: Hunter Bailey does such a good job covering Charlotte 49er athletics. Go follow him on Twitter at Hunter underscore Bailey 45. Also make sure you check him out on the highway 49 podcast. Hunter, thank you so much, man. We'll try to figure out what this Biff Pogey guy is all about and talk a little bit later. Thanks Hunter. Appreciate
1: it guys.